always after a wag. You never want to show us the hairy cooch. I know, right? So oh, I could. No, no, thank you. But you're always prepared. <laughs> hey, I go both ways. Hairy, not hairy. You can see it all. Mid-growth. <laughs> <laughs> Little chia pet. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back to another episode of Can I Help You? Uh yes. Welcome back. Woo-woo. Second episode of well, third episode of the year. Woo woo woo. It's the second official episode of the True. year. Second official, yes, yes. Second time filming. So, how's everyone doing? Um, <laughs> we have a problem, y'all. There is, it feels too good to spend money. It it feels too good to spend money. It is a problem. But, you know, I got my little check from some work I did. And I was in a treat yourself moment. And so I went to the store. Oh, I went to this one store called Home Mexico, which is basically just this, like, has home goods, it has like jewelry, it has just random shit everywhere. And I just was like, I was just giving the lady stuff. Like I wasn't even like, wasn't checking prices. It wasn't, I was like, it should all be affordable. I was like, because I went in there last time, I like obviously I bought like a pair of socks and maybe a pair of earrings or something like that. And it was all of it was like really, it was like maybe 20, I think it was maybe 15 to $20. And so when I went in there, this and I was like, oh, like, I don't, I don't know why my, like, we know why I, I was just feeling good. <laughs> I was feeling good. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want these cups. I want this um, thingy. I want these earrings here. These stuff. And I just kept on giving the lady things. And I was just like, and then my bill wasn't that high, but I was still, but it felt so good. Like, it feels mm-hmm. tremendously good to be able to have money. And then to be able to spend it on things that you want. And obviously after that, I was like, oh, okay, let me be cautious now. <laughs> let, me be, let me remember <laughs> what prices look like. But then I just started walking around and I went to like another store, I got some ice cream. Um, and I was just having like a really chill day and I was just, and I felt fine. And <laughs> so it's a problem. Have, spending your own money and spending money in general just feels too good. And it needs to be, Oh, they, it just, it, why? Why? We can't do that shit yet. Or I can't do that shit yet. But, you know, treat yourself. It was one day. Mm-hmm. It was my birthday treating myself. My belated birthday treat. Your first day of the new year. Yes. Right. Yeah, you should be able to treat yourself. You did the work, you know? Period. You did the work, so now you have to, um, what's, what's, what's the phrase? You get to smell the roses. My sister's in the hospital. Oh, She's no. about to give birth. About to give birth. Oh no! Like seven centimeters dilated, I think, or I inches. I don't really know how this works. Not inches. <laughs> She's wide open. Whole <laughs> seven inches. God damn! I have not given birth. I do not intend to give birth. I don't know a lot of people who have given birth. My apologies. But I'm like seven inches sounds reasonable. <laughs> I'm like you know, it's like her pussy's all the way this. You know, it's like this, like this. Oh, God. We wish. Um. 
but yeah, so she's about to give birth, and so we're all really excited because it's gonna be a Capricorn, not an Aquarius. Um, you're excited. Rephrase that. You're yes. excited. No, 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 no. I called them. I specifically was like, "Oh, what? So what? What? What zodiac sign is it?" And my sister's like, "Oh, I think it's Capricorn." And they all forgot I was Capricorn. They were like, "Are you Capricorn?" And I was like, "Yes, you dumb bitch." Um, and she's but you're December. Like, oh, Yes, but so what? More copies for the family. <laughs> She's just collecting them at this point. Like yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, Pokemon. Throw the ball. Yeah. Gotta catch a ball. <laughs> well, that's exciting. You might be an auntie in a, a couple of minutes. Girl, I'm an auntie five times over now. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Now you get more. Demel, imagine your brother having Demel and Trinia, imagine your brothers having children. It's gonna happen. Well, my stepbrother does, my older one. He has two daughters, twins. Twins, that's what I want. One pregnancy and you're done. Well, if you just want to, but ideally, yes. I would like one and done. Would you want them to be, you know, of course. Like gender can co- like comes later, but like as far as sex, would you want them to be the same sex, or would yes. you want? Yes. I want the them to twins. both. I want them to be one of each. Although I think like <laughs> I'm gonna get canceled for this, but I think that twins that come like one of each are weirder than like <laughs> twins that come out the same. You know what I mean? Like, I've never met a duo that's like a twin that's a boy and a girl where, like, act normal and look normal. <laughs> I think for, I met fraternal, uh, not fraternal, Um, what is it? Not identical. What's the other one? Fraternal. fraternal. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I met a set of twins. and One was a boy, one was a girl. And you could definitely tell who was like the more popular one. The girl was the more popular because she was very like giddy and like in your face and like, oh, like I just want to know who you are and like hello, blah, blah, blah. Like very much like council person. And then her brother was very like if I had to compare him to someone that we all probably would know is like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. He's just super mellow, like very opposite of her. Um, like very chill, likes to eat. I don't know if he smoked. I wasn't that close. Um, but he was very like nerdy too. Mm. Yeah, I know a couple of people that are fraternal twins and they have like a brother and a sister. And um weird, just <laughs> weird, weird people. I don't know. Now, I always have, like, I also have a phobia. Not a, oh my God, that sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that twins are like, they're weird. (laughs) I feel like if you're a twin, you should have something on you that's like, I'm a twin. So like, if you see someone that looks like me, just know you're not like going crazy. I do have a twin. Because I don't know if you remember, Mm -hmm. college, we were, me and Trini were walking around the college and we were going to go get lunch and we stopped by this help desk and she was talking to this dude. And then we go to the cafeteria and she stops by the other help desk, but it was for the gym. And I was like, 
to to the guy I was like how'd you get here so fast and he's like what do you mean and I was like we were just <laughs> talking to you and Shanir pulls me aside and he's like he's a twin and I was like why won't you say that to me like why won't you just present it as here's the twin like but, some, but they sound different and they, look I could tell the difference with certain twins I could not I was like yo he sprinted all the way over are we in the same bit? what happens did I have a last memory yeah, I think it was Dimitri and his twin. They're both they're they're identical, so it's really hard for me. Besides that, but remember was, Lom and his twin? I could tell them apart. Yes. No, I could not. They're both the same person to me. But same with Dimitri and his twin. I'm like, I could definitely tell y'all apart. <laughs> That's so crazy. funny. And he looked at me like I was fucking crazy. I was like, no, 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 you're crazy. Like, what are you talking about? just saw you <laughs> but anyways going back to the money thing <laughs> yes money everybody knows i started a new job right and it's a bit of a pay cut for me i didn't realize it was going to be that big of a pay cut because of all the things they take out at this new job which in the future you know i'll be better off with it but holy crap i'm started to budget again like mama can't go to the mall and start picking stuff out like she used to is a lot is a lot but we'll see because every year and so we'll see how that turns out oh but is it that like the worst it's the worst because like i didn't plan for it like i i did my numbers or whatever um so like I think it was gonna be a bit of a pay cut I was already planning for it but as soon as you see them taxes start coming out oh my god and that health insurance oh my god and And the pension 401k TSP earthing girl oh my god it's a lot so I'm sitting there with my measly little check going how am I supposed to live the life that I want to live with this paycheck right now so I think I'll have to start doing like OnlyFans or something like that. I mean, some passive income. Yeah, some some sort of something. So I've been doing my research on TikTok. There's a lot of people online that like try to like, oh, this is the easy way. There's no easy way. There is never an easy way. To make money? Hell no. Hell no. It's never an easy way. You have to pay your dues to make money. And that's what it is. Like, I mean, if you're out there telling people it's easy to like do pass, it's not easy. It's never going to be easy. Regardless, you're doing work. Yeah, for real. For real. Wait, what were we gonna say, Noel? Um I was going to say words. <laughs> yeah. We try to convince um my partner's uncle to do OnlyFans. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because his daughter, they were talking about how they were having a get together. I'm telling you, Mexicans, they're on a whole other level sometimes. And it worries me because I'm like, so you guys are just basically having little orgies and you don't even know that it's an orgy. And that's the part that's concerning. <gasps> because they were like, oh, so they were, ha- they were a, little, a little group of people. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls was like, oh, like, I would show my chichis, her titties, mm-hmm. for, you know, 2,000 pesos. 
which is a hundred dollars. Obviously, in my mind, I was like, oh, that's reasonable. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I was showing for two thousand dollars um, for ten seconds, and um, Rodolfo's cousin's partner. He was like, well, that's unreasonable to ask for. Like, you can ask for that online and you can ask for that maybe on OnlyFans. But in person, no one is carrying around, again, in Mexico, no one's carrying around 2,000 pesos. That's a lot of money for if we're here. And even in America, very few people are carrying, well, at least I don't know about y'all, but I have very few times am I carrying a $100 bill just in my wallet. No one's carrying cash. Yeah, like, it's reality. But he was like... Him and, you know, Rodolfo's cousin were both like, oh, but if you, like, if we were to all put 100 pesos on the table, like, there's this five of them there. That's like, oh, that's 500 pesos. Like, would you do that? And she was like, yeah, and then she did it. And I was like, what is, like, wow, this is something that you do with your friend. Like, oh, yeah, let me pull out a titty real quick. So that and everyone gave her 500 pesos. And I was like, oh, what? that's lit. You for 10 seconds, you just gave one titty. No, both titties. Ah, I gotta meet these friends. Do they want to see some titties? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then she told me, Rodolfo's cousin told me, oh, then she took out her ass. And she was like, oh, I'll charge 50 pesos to take out my ass for five seconds. And I was like, what are you guys doing with your friends? Like, one, if it's re- if these aren't really your friends, you've already seen everything. Why are you paying for it? But two, why are you guys timing it? Like, why is it like, oh, yeah, we're going to do 10 seconds. We're going to do 20. It, it's just mind-boggling to me. And it's also like, this is a group of primarily straight people. I think there was, like, one gay man there. And I'm just like, okay. Oh, straight. We're talking straight, though. Yes. And yeah. so I'm just like, is it close I just don't know how from your observation? Are. I don't know. And that's the thing is that I'm like, because your partner, Rodolfo's cousin's partner is the one who, initiated. I believe his name, but he's the one who initiated. And I was just like, <gasps> you feel about, or he didn't initiate it, but he tried to give like a strategic thing. Like he was like, cause she initiated it. And then he was trying to give him, a, give her a more reasonable understanding of money and sex work apparently because showing your naked body could be considered sex work i'm not sure um no i think it would right i think it is part i think it's part it could be under the umbrella yeah um and i'm just like i don't know if i i don't know if i would be comfortable if i was a straight person (laughs) i don't know if i would be comfortable with some random bitch showing her titties to my man one and i also wouldn't be comfortable that none of the men took their penises out like i just don't under like she, they told me they were like oh yeah like the girl took out her ass one of them took out their titties and those were the only two girls in the space and i'm like okay so the women all did this work but none of y'all men took out your penises why yeah. not you charging 10 well, only five dollars because again 100 pesos is five dollars you're only charging fucking five dollars to see her titties for 10 seconds why can't i see your dick for t- five dollars for five dollars for 10 seconds the fuck because there was you said mostly straight yes straight people like as a straight person seeing a dick you weren't prepared to see that day is a lot it's so lot. It is. <laughs> it's just, you know and like the and it's you know <laughs> there are stages to what a penis looks like you know what i'm saying like what kind of penis are you trying to show me half chub fully solid raw car raw car takes 
work. I like, was like, you know what I mean? Everyone get their dicks hard. Start getting them dicks hard, and we want to see hard dicks. Pull them out. Pull them out. I would have been very my persistent. friends, though. And I think that's like the the part that's kind of like yeah, oof, for me. Exactly, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I'm. I could just get a group of my friends and be like, all right, well, I'm. Let's just show our private parts. <laughs> And, and like I get it. it, like maybe they're comfortable and you know, yeah. like it's you know, payment and stuff. And it depends on how comfortable you are with your body and like the people around you. But I don't know if I could do that because y'all wouldn't be paying for it. But I don't know if I could do that as a female with somebody in the room that might like be attracted by it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, because I'm gonna assume the girls' boyfriends were there and there was other people too. Yeah, it was it was all couple besides this one, besides the one gay man. All of them were couples. Like everybody was couples. See, up. and that's what I find weird. Like that's a yeah, weird situation like, at that point. Period. When you're so okay. showcase, it's just a gateway into you know. It's almost like the little maybe like a little flirtation. Like oh, I've been eyeing this couple. Let's see how far I could go. Yeah. Boom. Yes, having sex with my friends. Yeah. But I think it's also like a cultural thing too, because I think that that here, it is so much more socially acceptable to have this sense of like, I don't even know how to put it to have the sense of sexuality in front of your friends or to have this comfort of sexuality in front of your friends. Yeah. Because it's not just the straight couple. Like I've been in like queer spaces here where like you start talking about sex in a way that's like very like, it just feels personal. <laughs> it feels like, oh, this is like, I don't know. Like, it just feels, this is, this feels uncomfortable. Like, this feels like you are trying, like, it feels like you're trying to fuck me. And I don't know if I, but my partner's right there and I don't, and you're his friend. And I'm, right. you know, one time where I went to a club and, and I was with my partner's friends. And obviously they were getting really drunk. But even if they weren't drunk, they would have still acted this way. But one of them was like, oh, like, so, like, what do you like more? Do you like to get your dick sucked or do you like to get, or do you like to suck dick? And I was like, <laughs> and, it, and again, these are these are conversations that, like, I feel like I have so much comfort talking to you two about it, talking to Viola about it, talking to Jane, talking, like, talking to, like, our friendship circle mm-hmm. because we've like, developed a long time to like end up being comfortable talking about these things because I remember even in the beginning Demel wouldn't talk too much about sex nothing like she would talk about sex but it was not yeah. very and then after we developed a friendship friendship then Demel became more personal about her sex life and so it's in here in Mexico it's like such a different dynamic because I think people are a lot more open to talking about extreme intimacies with a brand new person or with a person they've only met a couple of times. Mm. And, it's, and it all feels like I am I am asking you these things because I want to taste. I, w- I want to taste. I no, want, it sounds like I they want to, yeah, like participate. Yes, because again, like he, so he asked me that. Then he was asking whether, you know, do I bottom or top more for, for my partner? And I was like, oh, we're verse. And he was like, oh, I'm really surprised. I thought you would have been more, you know, submissive. This, but I'm like, you have all of these perceptions of me, which is like completely fine. You know, like you don't, you're not in my sex life, but also like it is my sex life. You know, like I, 
you can be surprised about it, but also like I, me and my partner are not surprised about these things. Like, but I'm also like, I know you're really close friends with my partner. So I know you already know the extents of our intimacy because again, the same way I'm comfortable with my friends talking about it. He's probably comfortable with his friends talking about it. So I'm like, you are asking this why? You already know. You already have a perception. Like there was one time where, <laughs> where one of them slipped up and was like, oh, they were playing this game where they were talking about all, I don't know, it was a stupid game. And if I go on a tangent, stop me. But <laughs> they're all playing this game. And it's all about games in this bitch-ass country. They was playing this one game where they were like, <laughs> about certain people. Mexico is not a bitch-ass country. I would like to put that disclaimer. Oh, bitch-ass countries every country's a bitch-ass country period oh this person and that is and they wouldn't do it in front of your partner would they they didn't right what they're asking about the sex stuff yeah no he was right next to me too oh i thought that he um he did it when um your partner was away no he did it like literally like my partner was sitting one seat next to them and it was like a really loud club so like you have to kind of like scream out and obviously like you have to get close to the next person so he like he told my partner he had to like scream out to my partner like asking him the same question and then uh, what was i gonna say and then it was just like it was an interesting like moment of like this is the topic of discussion like we are talking about my interests and my divulsions and my sex life with your friends who I'm not that close with and it feels very intimate and that was the same night that one of his friends we were all dancing on the dance floor and obviously we're all really drunk and getting tipsy and so I'm dancing and I feel someone like caressing like my ass like fully grabbing it fully everything I remember that and I'm like and I again I thought it was my partner I thought it was the partner again the person who I am fucking I thought it was that person. And then I look back and it's not. It's this, it's another, it's one of its friends. And I'm like, I know that y'all have a very stereotypical gay male relationship in this friendship group. I understand a lot of the dynamics. And there's no, I have no disrespect to that. I'm like, you guys are like, whatever this is, I am a complete supporter of it from afar. Like, like, I don't want to participate in, I am not poly, I'm not open, I'm very particular about my monogamy and my partnership, maybe in the future, will we open it up to like a threesome or to something else? Maybe, but at this moment, I'm like, I don't have enough time developed with my partner to have a sense of safety, trust, and comfort to be able to like let other people come in and fuck us you know like or fuck you know fuck me fuck him whatever like I just I don't have that yet and so like it but in this group it feels like there is a push for me to have it and I'm just like again there's a sense of sexuality here and again I'm making like really broad statements about Mexico and like this is from my experience this is not like I'm not saying that this is like the the country in an entirety yeah, like, I'm not, I'm, this is, like, again, this is my understanding of people who live in the city of Mexico, young people, educated people, like, it is all very particular to, like, the group of people who I'm around. Um, 
and I'm not trying to make a broad statement about everyone, but this, but the the in the spaces that I have been in, sexuality seems to be like an extremely fluid, open, non-sensitive, very comfortable topic that is like we are all going to participate in. Yeah. Con- hopefully, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. But girl, it be it be you know there be moments where I'm like I don't know if I'm consenting. Like I I don't feel always like open and ready to have that conversation. I don't I don't know y'all enough to bust my pussy wide open. Like I just I don't. I'm sorry. I just I don't. Mm-mm. And I'm like we like if there such a desire for us to be intimated that way then you should have done it before I entered my full-time relationship and even then like like there's one particular guy like he asked to have sex with me several times and I think I would have done it in the beginning like I would have been intimate with him in the beginning if it wasn't out of my comfort zone it was like a majority of it was that like oh let's go do it let's meet up in this area that i'm not familiar with and let's just meet up there and i there was just too many like too many factors that didn't make me comfortable into like meeting up with this person um and then after that there was no i don't know i just there just there's some dynamics that i'm like in the gay male world where like there there's certain things that I just don't I don't always like fall into place mm-hmm. well like, cause you don't cause you identify more as queer yeah and I'm just like I don't if I know that my friend is sleeping with someone I don't I don't know if I could go out of my way to be like yes I'm also gonna sleep with them too like it's just something that has never crossed my mind. It has it's something that like I I you know say it's very it just feels very out of body to me. But I you don't know, know. girl to each their own. Right. True. Whatever you make of your friendship dynamic, if that's what it is, and that's what the friendship group is, that's what they do. But well, we not doing that. I'll tell you that no, right now. No. Like, I have no desire to fuck any of my friends. Ever. Or it gets weird. It gets weird and you be fucking friends. Feels yeah. So it gets too fucking messy. Fuck that. I agree. And especially if it's like... Yeah, no, especially nothing. It's just, it's just, it becomes complicated. All of it's too complicated. Because it's mm-hmm. then, then you have to, like you have to then reinstate a certain amount of boundaries because it's like, okay, like we're friends and we're just, you know, like, again, it becomes a friends of benefits type of thing or it's a one-time thing or it's a whatever. But then it's like, okay, you have to build the friendship. You have to build the boundaries around the sex. Then you have to build the boundaries about the relationship that you're going to have outside of the sex. And then you have to build even more boundaries. <laughs> then about how are you going to move throughout spaces in, in the context of your comfortability. So if you are uncomfortable with people knowing that we had sex, how are you going to move about the spaces that we're entering together? Yeah. Because- how are y'all going to hang out? Do y'all see each other's booty holes? 
Yes, like if I, you know, again, if I were to have sex with Trenier, I just, I don't know if I could look <laughs> the next day and be fine. Like I would, part of me would have small panic attacks throughout the day. Like, oh my God, Trenier saw my booty hole. Like, oh my, that's all I could think about is that she saw my booty hole. And then you know what I would do? I would embarrass her so much. I'll be all on top of her like, ah! And you know, and you know, Noel's going to feel some type of way because she can't just have it when it's like people that are close or that she's going to keep continue to see especially like with her partner yeah it's so, messy another thing too is that like i am i i me i am very jealous and so if i see that bitch looking at my man a little bit too long after they had sex i'm gonna beat that bitch's ass i just <laughs> i'm so sorry i just i know that in my spirit is gonna bother me it's going to bother the fuck out of me it just it, it just will it will mm-hmm. the wheels will start turning <laughs> because then it, and it's and again this is like my monogamous mindset my like my own insecurities or things that bother me but again we all know that whole life, like oh, what if that bitch was better than me like i know that she's <laughs> not but no Right, stop trying to press up on my man, bitch. Purse. You know I'm with him. Period. Uh-uh, we don't do that homewrecker shit. No, it's too much. <laughs> to take a picture of them and then make posters and post them around the city. That <laughs> <laughs> is Samantha Jones. <laughs> yes. Like, if you if you want a homewrecker in your household, call blank. Follow them oh, on Instagram. Oh, not the phone number. If I have access to it, why not? Yeah, period. I do that too, actually. But my update, yeah, um, we'll go. We'll just I I think I forgot we haven't finished. Um, so my update, um, so I'm still trying to find some jobs. Um, oh, I haven't had any luck. I've been applying like crazy this week. I get up. So I try and have like a, a normal schedule just because I don't want to treat this kind of like a vacation per se. Like, yes, I'm treating it like as a little bit of a break, but I do want to have some sort of routine uh, because if I don't give myself a routine, then I don't know, it, I, I'll just feel off. Um, and so... I want to establish a routine. So I get up at seven o'clock every day. And the first thing I do is I start looking at places and then I apply online. Um, Just yesterday, I finished my food stamps application. (laughs) So I'm going to get some food stamps. And like I was telling Noah, I was texting Noah, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in AmeriCorps again because... (laughs) I'm pretty much doing like the same thing um but shoot I don't mind relying on government benefits I sure would but it's only temporary but I'm still trying to find something trying to see if something will stick but so far I haven't even been getting anything so I think at this moment at this rate I don't even mind working at Popeye's. Let's <laughs> get to that point. I just want money. And like, I don't want to depend on like a $350 check a week because that's not enough for me to live. Yeah. 
So plan B is getting like a nine, nine, five at somewhere. What is plan somewhere. B? Somewhere. Starting next week, I'm going to apply to some of the restaurants in the area like that are in walking distance um, because my car is smoking. <laughs> so it's like now I have to go to a mechanic, but I can't afford a mechanic. <laughs> Uh, right now so I have to wait until I have money so then I can go and see what's wrong with it and then have it fixed blah 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 um so yeah just trying to find something within the walking distance because there really is no bus system around me unless I take a little scoot scoot like do the little scooters and then (laughs) around that way that's kind of like my plan b as of now so starting next week is when I'm gonna start applying to like bojangles and stuff just because I need something. Like, I need some, like, I need more. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I've been doing a lot of binge watching, which is kind of nice these past few days. I've only done it for two days. But I kind of don't like sitting on the couch all day. Because I did it today and I did it yesterday. And I'm like, okay, like, watching all this stuff in one go is nice. But I don't know if I'm like a true binge watcher. Like I can't just sit down and just watch stuff from the time I wake up to the time I sleep. It just it just drains me. Like that Marlo meme today drained me. Girl. Again, we very opposites when it comes to that girl. Because I can forget what day it is. I literally what binging something. Bitch, I can forget where the fuck am I? I want to so bad. But I don't know. It's just it just throws me off. It I kind of am like, oh maybe because I'm so used to doing something at that time. Yeah. Like, oh, I should be getting up and doing something. But I'm then much, also like I'm hooked out to the like TV. Work. Hmm? You also like work, low-key. Because I like to keep busy. I've been eating all my snacks <laughs> and I, I've been giving myself stomach aches because I've been eating so much it's so bad I can't control it that is the caveat to good binging is that there has to be some sort of like snack or something around because you become very the problem is too is when you're binging and they're eating too <laughs> like, yes talking to me. that is oh that is I can't I can't when I'm watching my K-dramas, and they start eating things that I crave, I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm going to need a break real quick. I'm going to need to order me some soup or some sort of or duboki or something because I just, I need to be them too. We need to be on the same page and you need to respect yes. Can we put a pause real quick? Yes. Put a pause real quick. Wait, wait, wait. I mean... We're about to be in another economic crash, so. Yeah, and that's why I'm so nervous. Yeah. Economic like, crash is as to how, in Mexico? No, y'all. Not me, girl. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> in Mexico, I am good. Like, we are dealing with inflation for sure, though. And I think that's the part that, like, and it, it's not as drastic as America. Like, we can go to the grocery store and we can still get eggs for a dollar. You know, like, we can still get eggs for, like, really cheap. 
but you know but then i've seen like american prices on eggs and i'm like a carton of eggs is eight to seven dollars for who who is spending that money yeah sometimes <laughs> nine yeah that's ridiculous like that is an absurd amount of money to be spending on fucking eggs girl like no and so i think like but the issue is that when america has an economic cash it affects every other fucking country too it does because it's a part of their economic system so it's like if america's fucked then like a lot of uh, a lot of other countries are going to be fucked too the issue the thing that's like positive and negative about mexico is that like I live in Mexico City, and so the city will always be in an influx. It will always have, like, a sense of, like, things going up and down. But if we were to, if I, if myself and my partner were to decide to, like, live outside of the city, we would be fine. Like, those economic systems don't get, they don't fluctuate because, like, they just don't, they don't have the same amenities as a a city would have. So Mm -hmm. it's, like, is no necessity for things to go higher because it's not like people it's not like hundreds of people are coming over here to try to get the same space you know my landlord he t- again he told me that the apartment the bigger apartment was going to be available for $800 and I was like work and then when he when I finally when the people finally moved out he was like oh it's going to be eight ninety, and I'm like how do you jump from offering me a place for 800 to then offer me a place to 800 to almost $900. I'm like, it doesn't really seem logical to me. Oh, and the place isn't worth $900. It's barely worth 800. Like one, I can't even like fit in the apartment. Like the ceilings are all the same. Like the way that my bathroom is set up now, where I can, where I have, where literally I have to turn my head a little bit. Yeah, duck. <laughs> yes, the whole entire apartment, I also have to duck too. So I was like, oh, let me visit the apartment first before I, like, say yes to it. And when I went inside, I'm like, girl, I literally would have to be crouching down every single part of the home. Like, there isn't a spot besides the, like, dining room area. There wasn't a spot that I didn't have to duck. And I'm like, you know me. If I have to wake up in the morning to go pee, girl, I'm going to beat my head. I'm literally going to open my skull open. The bedrooms, the bedrooms were even shorter. Like, they were shorter than the bathroom. And it had, like, a... Like, I had, like, a... I don't even know, like, a beam, but it was, like, a cinder block beam or something. I don't know. It's called concrete beam. Um, and I was, like, a mad... Y'all know me. If I, I have to pee at least four to five... I should sleep in the bathroom, logically. That should be... I should have a bedroom in the bathroom. Because I just... I I don't I don't pee during the day very often. But at night, my body's, like, release. Release all the shit that you consumed. And I just know that I would wake up in the middle of the night with my eyes half open, with my eyes being, like, all extra, you know, zombie-like. And I would hit my head all the time in that concrete. I would probably give myself a... I'm probably going to wake up, hit it, and then fall back down to bed. Because it's not bad. Oh, my gosh, yes. You hit the front and back on the concrete. Yes. So I'm like, no, I'm I'm, I'm good. I, yeah, but, but, I, but from what I understand with Influx, what's happening in the States, a girl, I don't, I don't know how y'all are doing it. Well, we have job... Sorry, Trinier. It's okay. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe we just have to move outside of the states. That's what everyone's saying. One of my cousins is building a house in Liberia. Damn, what? that far? 
Well, so it's a long story, but pretty much when he was serving in the Marines, uh, one of his friends was like, oh, when, when we make it out, like, we're going to, like, build a house in Liberia. And so for him, he was like, yeah, right, we're just saying this to keep our hopes up. And then I guess like last year, sometime last year, his friend, cause he lives there too. He has like dual citizenship. And so his friend was like, we're still building the house, right? <laughs> and then my cousin was like, oh shit, I, yeah, I guess. And so I think he's gonna be actually going to Liberia this year uh, and starting the process. Nice. Good yeah, and I think he's gonna aim for a dual citizenship too. Because he said, I don't need to get the fuck out of here. I don't know much about Liberia. I don't know if it's better, to be honest. But God. It's more affordable, for sure. Yeah. Because I think it's it's the same. It's in the same, like, uh, Western African hemisphere of, like, Ghana, Nigeria, Sierra Leone. Like, it's in that region. I know, at least from my students... It looks really pretty. Yeah. I mean, it's in the same way like here. Like, if they have cities and they have more rural areas. And so, like, because I, I started watching, um, or I finished watching, I think it's, like, cra- it's the Crazy Rich Africans or whatever. Young, the yeah, is. Young Rich Africans. Yes, Young Rich Africans. And, girl, they live in lives, girl. They live in lives. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's, like, again, like, don't let those little commercials fool you. The, the, yes, like the, whole fucking, the whole continent, all the countries in the continent are fucking thriving. Yes, and it's like the same thing with like America. It's like America has these like really nice cities and we understand like the booming and the beautiful and the, and the accessibility and the first world shit. But then you go into the middle of fucking honky-dory and girl, it's the same thing. You have like kids who are having issues with not having food or or again people in Wisconsin having incest baby like you know it's it's the same shit there's bad things bad and good things happening in every single place in the same way that like Mexico like when I moved here I was like oh I had a very western perception of what this place was going to look like and then when I came here I was like oh bitch I'm basically back in Boston you're in New York in Boston that speaks Spanish I am in the Spanish-speaking Boston so like I said my students from the pictures I always see like when they go back to um visit family it looks so pretty where they're staying at and they all got money so I don't know why these kids are like, oh my gosh, I'm so broke. And then you see them at prom when they have little Benz truck limo and their fucking like Corvettes and then like their designer shit throughout the year. I'm like, shut up. Don't talk to Girl, me. Girl, because you know exactly what it is. They are broke. Their, their the parents are, rich. are broke, but they are broke. <laughs> yes. What, if you could live in any other country, what would it be? Noel, I know you're in Mexico, but if you could... <laughs> if you country, couldn't live in Mexico. My deep, my deep desire, I because I, I like the cold. I like the rain. I like when things are gray. I like Obviously, I like the sun, too. But I would love to live in England. Like, I would love 
like culturally i think it's a lot of things that i find funny and i like enjoy <laughs> like i love the obsession with the queen i love the whole royals i love how like bitch, there's basically parades of a bitch with a crown on her head like i just i enjoy it deeply like it is very white so that is gonna be a hard thing for me for sure so depending but on where you go obviously live in london like i would live in london where it's like more metropolitan and more diversity and i heard the indian food is really good there and i love me some good and the halal food yes i live for it i will fuck that shit up even though my partner does not like he can't do curry very often because it, it hurts his stomach but i'm like girl feed me all the curry i want the curries i want the samosas i want the everything um but isn't he mexican he can't handle the heat it's not the heat of the curry i think it's like certain in the same way that like my body doesn't react very well to tahini his body doesn't I, there's one there's a certain spices that his body doesn't react to very well and it depends it's like we've had like japanese curry and he's like fine but then there's certain like indian curries that like really he just it's not that he can't handle it like he'll eat it but then he'll be in the bathroom for the rest of the night oh no uh, yeah so it's like it's fine going in it's just coming out hurts a little bit it's almost like when you consume yogurt and like food and i'm like i love that shit like i don't mind being in the toilet for a couple hours after i i'm okay with it i am for my butter chicken i live i for my non bread my garlic non bread with cilantro on it girl Mm. i live i live oh my god yes i love this one place called the indie grill over by me Sometimes oh. I just go in and I'm like, can I get, can I get the, um, the coconut curry with some naan bread and throw a little bit of chicken in there. <laughs> there uh, I just walk delicious. out. It's perfect. So yeah, I think it, for me, England, and also just because like, again, they speak English. <laughs> so like, I don't, I don't want to live in a country where I don't know the language and I know that right now in my adult age, it is very hard for me to learn the language. Like as much as I try, as much as I hear it often, I can listen to French music all I want. I still cannot tell you what the woman is saying in front of me. <laughs> I cannot tell you. When they go too fast, it's too much. Would I love to live in France? Absolutely. I would love to eat a baguette for every fucking meal, bitch. I would live. And to be around Chanel all day, I would live. But I think London, I think for me, London... And sometimes I think about Spain, too. I think Spain would be nice, but I don't know if I understand Spanish culture enough to be like, oh, I live for Spain. I would do Spain. Spain would be the only... Spain or Italy, and it would take me a minute to learn Italian. Yes, (laughs) girl. I can can kind of read it, which is fine. Like, I'll get by, but, like, when they start speaking, because you can learn a language. You don't know. You won't learn how to speak it. Like you can learn how to read it, write it. Speaking it is a whole different other animal. Uh, if I could live in another country, um, and that's the thing, I well, when I always think about this, I think of it in the same way as you. Like, okay, like language, like what language can I feel like I could get accustomed to, like a little bit, like quicker if I did have to learn, um. Or, like, do I want to go into, like, a place where I know the language already? And then also, like, my, 
like either way I'm going to be looked at as an American but like what cultures can I can I feel like I could blend in with a little bit more yeah um and so I feel like I would still hmm I don't know there's kind of a few so some of them might be a little far-fetched but I'm going to give you multiple because I can't just do one I'm a I'm like Lay's chips can't just have one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go for up, it. Bro. <laughs> you shut up. Kids, girl. Wait though, wait, kids. wait. As wait, I know we just said ours, but like also add in like realistically put yourself in that country and see if you can like get by. Cause there's culture shocks in every other country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even I was like, oh, I'll move to Spain and like Italy. Bitch, finding my size and bras out there ain't yeah, gonna be girl, fun. You just gonna be sagging. Yeah, I'm gonna just be no no bra. And if you're yeah. insulted, make me one. Yes. Yeah. And I they probably could. They probably yeah. could. That, like we we just you know all of our husbands are leaving the house. We just can't. You know we just have to. We made you this special bra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're trying to. I think there's like there's different categories to it too. It's like, am I trying to replicate the life that I've had in America? So am I trying to replicate having city life? Am I trying to replicate having accessibility to certain things? Am I trying to replicate a normality that I have an understanding of? So like for me, that would be Canada and and England. I'm like, okay, they both have English speaking spaces. They both have cities. They both have you know, like they're both they're both very similar into the way that I understand my American life. If I'm trying to replicate my Mexican life that I have now existed in, I'm like, I think I would go to another place in South America. Like I would go to Guatemala or I would go to I don't I don't fucking know. I don't know if I want to go to Colombia because I'm scared. But you know, like I would go, <laughs> I would probably go to like another South American country. Um and what is it? I think is is Chile the one that's all the way at the bottom? Yeah, Antarctica. Okay, then I would either go to whatever one is all the way at the bottom because I just want to be around water more often. Um, but it was just I like I know an Asian country would be extremely hard for me. Like one, not because of the food. Food would be fine, and cultural things I can adapt to. But clothes, yes, clothes, and like. If it's a Muslim Asian country, then that's gonna be formalities that I'm not comfortable with. Uh, mostly because it's like it's set in religious structures and it's very gendered, and I don't feel very gendered in that way. So that would be really hard. Um, a lot of European places I wouldn't want to go to either, just because like again, having an but I am comfortable with people who are brown, who are black, who look like people that we have interacted with all of our lives. So it would be really hard for me to be around an abundance of whiteness. Like Russia, out the question. Russia is, uh, no, girl. The cold love, rest of it, no. Um, or Hawaii. Is Hawaii a country or is it a state? It's a How state. It's the United States of America, baby girl. Yeah. It's a, it's a territory. But it's so hard because I feel like the islands deserve its own space. You know, like all the islands, I respect them. And I feel like the out of out of the really big countries, obviously England is like up there for me. But I feel like I wouldn't mind living on the islands. Yeah. Hawaii well, would be cute. Dominican Republic I can I could do. 
would I enjoy very much? Probably not, but I could do it. I went um, to Hawaii. I'd live there. I fucking love Polynesia. There. Anything in the anything in the Polynesian area would be kind of fun. Samoa would be cute. Mm-hmm. You'll look like them. But you're near apparently. <laughs> what are you Samoan <laughs> okay so the places I was thinking of so if I had to do it like based off continent um, so as far as North America obviously Canada because I can't do the US <laughs> um, and then like for Central America I was thinking more like um I would probably do Cuba because when I visited, it just it just felt very familiar. So like I would do Cuba. Oh, Cuba um, would be nice too. Or like DR or in Haiti, like I would do on um, them or one of the, like the other islands, like um, Bahamas. Yeah, Bahamas, Trinidad. I live in Trinidad. Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. Virgin Islands. Yes, like That'd any nice. anywhere in the West Indies. <laughs> Um, be nice, but what like would your job be like? <laughs> I girl, work yeah. like in the touristy areas. Yeah, like I'll work at like the hotel or something because I feel like that's really where the money is. Like if yeah. you're places like that, like that's kind of where your like work would have to be. I mean, we would have to switch our lifestyles really drastically. Yes, I yeah. we have the travel bug and there's no money. <laughs> no money. Girl, no money. Okay, each of us plays the Mega Millions. <laughs> each of us plays the Mega Millions. Everybody pay the Mega Millions five tickets today. And um, and then we all pick different the Powerball, the Powerballs all play different numbers because it's only like 22 like Powerball numbers that you can play. So if each one of us takes five, that's 15. One of us is gonna win. The Powerball. Nah, the Mega Millions. Oh. So you know how the Mega Millions is five and then you get the like the gold ball? Yes. The gold ball is from one to 22. And if you win the gold ball, you win something. Yeah, two bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all the first. I like paying more local because I feel like my chances of winning is so much higher. If we get like a band of like maybe six people to pay the Mega Millions and we all like pick one of us is gonna get it i mean let's do ready i have to pay these bills i can't, I can't afford it oh you can you can pay me back later okay you can pay back when we win the mega millions because <laughs> i like doing so the it's local 1.6 one- billion dollars okay cash price is 600 million right because after taxes whatever Shoot, um, we have to get a lawyer, um, financial set up an advisor. LLC. No, we need to set up an LLC. Then we need to get a lawyer to go pick up and sign for the. Well, we got to get a good lawyer because I swear to God, we got to know where he lives and everything like that, just in case. Yeah, he runs away with our little ticket. I mean, we have to do it the way that there's like people who like do like a lump sum, and then there's people who do the monthly one, and. Yeah. Engineer, we're reading this because when the when because <laughs> when I forgot what about it was that Trinier was like, oh my god, it's two so billion. We have, we have to play, and I was like, okay, girl, buy the tickets, just buy it, buy it. I'll send you ten dollars, buy as many as you can. 
and so then we were like looking up there was an article that was talking about how much you gain so it's like if you do the amount if you do the large lump sum the government takes a really fucking good amount of it like a yeah. really good amount of it and then you have to pay taxes on that like every year anyways but if you do the monthly one you are keeping they were so like you only have to pay taxes on the winnings one year the year that you won no, you get to I write thought- off your la- losses, but you can't. Once it's in like the bank, you can't unless you're taking like the like the monthly amount. You don't pay it after that one year that you claim it because you don't pay taxes on what you have in the savings account, right? So you pay the taxes if you take the lump sum on the lump sum for that year, and then the following years, you don't. If you take the monthly stipend, then you pay taxes on the whole thing. She's taking a monthly stipend, so it counts as income. Yeah. Which I, I mean, that, what the lady was explaining was that the monthly stipend, you get to keep a majority of it, though, because it's not... Like, tax-wise. But, yeah, tax-wise, yeah. you get to... Because if you do the lump sum, you keep, like, 60% of it. They're thinking of it, at, like, in the long run, right? So, like, yeah. do you want to pay taxes on $1 billion? Or do you want to pay taxes on thirty grand per year? But at the same time, you're taking, uh, you're still paying taxes. You're paying less taxes, but you're paying taxes on the whole thing. Might as well just get it out of the way, pay the lump sum. I mean, realistically, out of $1.2 billion, you're going to get $600 million after taxes. You oh, could, sis. Cool. Like, come on. <laughs> we end up all thinking differently because I'm like, oh, that's so little. <laughs> I wanted, I honestly. I was thinking that I would just do the monthly because I know myself. I mean, if we if this ends up happening again, we all don't. None of us have the money yet. <laughs> but I if know. this does happen, we will we will consult with a lawyer and we will take the necessary steps that will make the most sense for all of us to move forward. Right, right. I mean, I've been studying on this for five years. I'm like, what if, like, what if my mom goes and like fucks around and wins it? Like, I would have to take the ticket from her and do it the right way. So, like, what are the right ways to doing that? And mm-hmm. the, the monthly stipend just isn't because, like, let's say, I don't know, like ten years from now, government goes to war and all of a sudden the banks are no, bankrupt. Bro. You don't got that money no more. You don't got that monthly stipend. My thing is, I don't trust people. I don't trust them to give me my monthly stipend. Do you know what I mean? True. Yes. That's real. That is very real. I mean, we'll figure it out, girl. Mm. Well, I like I said, I like playing local because I feel like um, your chance of winning is a little bit higher. And even though it's like a smaller amount, shoot, it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So I like playing the Carolina Five. So oh, what's, the, what's the highest you can get with that one? Well, it it's the jackpot starts at um a hundred k, but then if no one wins, obviously it goes higher and higher and higher. So today oh. it's at um two hundred eighty nine k, um, and I think the numbers the numbers you pick are between uh it's like the one and something low something like 45 or something like that so it's low numbers and then obviously you could do like a double play double play or you could do like an easy pass and so that's kind of like an instant win so whatever numbers pop up 
at the top, like the ones that you pick, um, the numbers that show up on the bottom of your ticket, you could win like fast money. So it ranges from like $100, $50, to $500. So I like playing that. Like the most I've won so far is <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> I mean, that's money, girl. Yeah. Like, how many people walked up to get the little Mega Millions on, and they're like, I'm probably not going to win. I'm just going to play it. And then they won. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But also, do you want to go with that mindset? Hell no. I feel like I've spent spent more on worse things. Yes. Absolutely. I've spent more uh, on worse things. Absolutely. And like if I had a $20 bill in my pocket right now, I could think of what I would spend it on and it would just be as useless as a losing ticket. Yeah. So why not? You know? I mean, the, the amount of monsters to, to, the money to throw back, girl. You know how <laughs> many mega millions you're going to one by one? Yo, for real. I just think back at all the useless shit that. <laughs> around my house that's just like man you could have been a million dollar ticket period Mm -hmm. collecting dust on a shelf right we didn't know we were young yeah that's true i know should have been do i would have been doing that instead instead of going to rice bowl (laughs) (laughs) one rice bowl visit and then use it on the lottery oh poor rice bowl it was twelve dollar bowls. Well, oh, it was it was less. Than that. It was eight dollars. Yeah, but we used oh. to get a drink, so it would end up being around twelve dollars. Yeah, and then the spicy chicken one. Ooh, I bet they taste like ass now. <laughs> no, I remember I went. I told you it was really good. When you ended up going. Yes, remember when I was with the Laura, I ended up ordering it, and I told you. Oh tasted, yes, 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 yes. It tasted like going down memory lane. Like it was, it was, it was crazy to me because I was like, oh my god, like this. They have it like their flavors, their everything has not changed, and it has been so long that I had it. And when I had it, I was like, oh my god, how did I? It was, it was weird. It was like one of when those people have those moments. In movies where like, oh, they smell something and have like a memory of their mother. That's mm-hmm. what I felt. I was like, oh my God, like I remember going in, going to pick it up with your near and coming back and fucking that shit up. Yes. <coughs> oh, yep, yeah, that's right. Cause it was really late. That's that's why I probably yes. didn't remember. Yes, it was and then that and then remember when we used to go to Hope that you were the one that introduced me to Whole Foods. I'd never been until I, I, I met you. But we used to go to Whole Foods and we used to go to the little like um, food stand places. I would get the mac and cheese and then if they bar. had the little, yes, the hot bar. So I'll get the mac and cheese and if they had like this one like bourbon chicken thing, whatever, I would throw that on there and then go and then leave with my little, um, uh, Whole food Sprite knockoff. Yes. Yes. That shit was so good. And we used to remember, remember we used to make sure to not take too much because then prices got too high. Yes, the fucking weight thing. That's such a scam. I, yeah. Okay, 
that's what my business would be. If I were to own a business to scam people, it would be to weigh food. I would have yeah. a yogurt stand, a frozen yogurt, and then um, hot food. Yes, and I would weigh everything with like, I don't know how you make food heavier, but I would make it heavier. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make the container heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half pounds, period. Yes. <sighs> Oh, so funny. Memory lane. Those were the simpler times. I know. When we didn't have too many bills. No. I can remember, like, in college, when any one of us worked at a place, we'd be like, let me get that for free. It's like oh. an $8 thing. <laughs> of course, yeah. I used to hook up my mass art people. Sorry for the job that I used to work for. You're out of business now, but I used to hook up my people. Yeah, when we used to work at Cold Stone, we would bring back ice cream all the time. Yes, and I would always bring it back to like, what, like, oh my God, what's her name? She works in the, oh fuck, she's a secretary who works in the, the foundations area. I cannot remember her name to save my life. But I remember she was always really sweet to all of us. And she was, like, obsessed with Cold Stone. And she was obsessed with, like, I think it was, like, birthday, birthday cake, cake. vanilla or something like that. And whenever I would, and I would always bring it, like, if I brought some home, I would always bring her one. And she would go crazy. Like, she was always way too happy to get ice cream. But it's, like, you know, it's, like, she was a little old lady. So, you know, this was her joy in life. Yeah. Cut to me just taking, like, bags and bags of shit from that store and putting it in my mini fridge. Anytime y'all come over, what kind of ice cream did you steal today? I'm like, wow, not mm, steal. Come on, they only pay me like what? Like $18? How much were they paying me? Like $15? Yeah, ours was To make up the difference. Yeah, it's pretty big, girl. Mm -hmm. I used to take down orders. I'd be like, what you want? Okay, I'll, I'll give it to you when I mm-hmm. get out. Mm-hmm. During the times um, it was very slow before the Fenway games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All day. I mean, you know what? The ice cream job was like the time of our lives. Like we were just making spending money at that point. So yeah. that was the most fun job I had. That's like not like, I guess, professional. Oh, I don't want to say that, but like, I mean, like in terms of like something I didn't go to school for or something like I would need like a degree for. Yeah, there's no there's no career going into like being a a scooper at an ice cream shop. One hundred percent. But shit is fun. Let me tell you something. Shit is fun. Your own ice cream shop. Yes, I should own my own ice cream shop. I don't know how they stay alive, though. Like, it's got to be somebody with, like, already has money and, like, just wants to, like, do something fun or, like, give their kids. I think a lot of ice cream shops is owned by, like, people that are like, oh, this is where my kids are going to work at because I'm not going to give them money like that. I'm going to make them work for it. So they're going to work at my ice cream shop. Yeah. Because if you're from Mass, Finn Dyson's, at least here in this area, is always, like, family members work in the Fendisons, like the mm-hmm. kids, the cousins, the ne- nieces and nephews, and then they grow up and they don't want to work there anymore. And then you get, 
<laughs> their kids working there. Yeah, it's a whole generational thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also like, why would you open an ice cream shop in cold places? <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. oh, it's not going to be that popping. Even though Girl, lot- don't say that. Don't say that. Because when I worked at the ice cream shop, we would... I would call my manager, like, there's a blizzard going on right now. Like, I need to get home. He's like, nah, just stay for a little longer. See if anybody comes in. And I'd be like, nobody's going to come in. Bitch, I was wrong. I sold sold at least 10 ice creams that day. And people would walk in huddled up and everyone would say the same thing. I'm so crazy, right? Like, just getting ice cream. I'm like, no, you're annoying. But what do you want? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to go fucking home. Period. There was one time I did go when it was snowing, though. I went to Coldstone before I worked there. I went in the snow, got my little uh, two for five, like it size, and I went right back to the dorms. <laughs> well, you know what? At least it don't melt. You're walking home. <laughs> At least it don't melt. Yes. Thank God. I want to revisit like the colleges of the Fenway and go into the restaurants and see who's working there now. Well, <laughs> most of them aren't really there anymore. Yeah, that's true. The pig spot, um, the pizza shop up the hill, um, that Jamaican spot up the hill, Mission. Oh, hill. flames are still there for flames. sure, and they still for don't sure have fucking mac and cheese. <laughs> We're not have that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, and you know what? You have to go in there with a Jamaican or a little Jamaican friend. I went with her twice. And I was like, let's go get food. And she was like, let's go to Flames. I'm like, I can never order it because they never have anything. They're so mean. She's like, no, just come in with me and just tell me what you want. Girl, they never packed my 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 little tin as much as they did. Yes. <laughs> there. I was like, okay, so you hook your people up. I understand now. I understand. I do too. Oh, remember um, Monte Cristo? Mm-hmm. We used to fuck them up. Fuck them up. They make so much money. I If you have a restaurant up on Mission Hill, I know you're making bank. I just know it. Yes. Are you remember that giant patalito place we used to go to? Yes. Oh, what was it called? Picalo. Yes. Oh, they have one down Jimmy. here, and they, nah, I don't know how you ruin patalito, but they they managed to do it, and they tried to be nice. Yeah, Picalo in Lawrence, like in Lawrence, Massachusetts. Yeah, they have one East Boston, JP in Lawrence. Yeah, they have one in Lawrence now. The one in Lawrence, you would think, okay, they're like the good shit. And for the first week they were open, they were good. Like you couldn't get anything because it would all be sold out before twelve. And so now if you go there, they're like, oh yeah, like I know what they're trying to do. They're like, let's offer them something they don't have around here because you know. In Lawrence, every other block has like three different places that sell patelito. So the picalo mm-hmm. down in Lawrence packs their patelito so much that the dough in the middle is raw when you get it. Like you have to go home and like cook it again. Oh, and it's wow. just bad. It's bad. It's like I don't need all the filling. Like I get it. It's a $6 patelito, but I want a good $6 patelito. I just don't want one that's over exaggeratedly packed in. Right. 
Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at their menu right now. And guess how much a ham, cheese, omelet, empanada is? $12. <laughs> Bitch, this is the most it's- expensive thing on the menu. No, it's not. How much Ready, is it? watch. <laughs> Forty-four thousand dollars, six hundred. No, <laughs> no. Oh, sorry, no, no. I read it wrong. Forty-four thousand six hundred eighty-five dollars. Wait, why? What? I'm being so dead ass. Look. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why is are you out of your fucking mind? I think it's a typo, but it's funny, and I wonder if they would charge a card that much. <laughs> I would call them and be like, yo, um, what's up with this ham and cheese patanito right. on your website? $44,000? Click it and add it to cart and see what happens. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. like it. it still says it. There's a comma. I don't put Y'all two in there. live right now. Live. She's about to buy a $45,000 patanito. Mm-hmm. And I am thirsty. Let me get a drink on this side. Yes. No. You have automatic pay. Don't do it. Oh my god! No, I'm not putting my card in. I'm just gonna go to the cart. Declined. I'm gonna take a screenshot and send it to them. I think this is a mistake. I have another thing that I want to discuss. Okay, recently (laughs) opened up to Noel. So going back to like one our kink episode, I told Noel recently that. I want to get peed on. And so this is what I said. I just want to know what it feels like to have someone else peeing on me. But of course, like I want to do it in the shower. And so like I'm not looking at it as like something that's like more on like the sexual nature. It's just like, oh, I want to know what if what it feels like for someone else like to pee on me. Obviously, like I peed in the shower before. Um, and like I know what it feels like to have like warm liquids you know coming out and so noel was saying that it was nasty because you know of course pee is waste right so that's what it is it's a waste um but it's more on the liquid side and so for me i was like well pee if we're comparing wastes right things exiting our body but i would think that i would rather have pee on me than to have shit again for me all of it is disgusting no matter what it is all things that your body no longer wants in its own body so being peed on to me i'm not king shaming nobody if you want to do your king do your thing girl but it is absolutely disgusting hold on hold stop the phone wait a minute are you having this conversation in public noel where are you I'm at the movie theaters trying to get my <laughs> ticket to watch Megan. <laughs> what? I knew it. I knew it. Why didn't you say anything? Because we're in Mexico, but we're not understanding English. Bro, you're fine. Oh. Um, can I be honest with y'all? Can I be yes. earnest with y'all? Can yeah. I speak on this? Yeah. I have been. I know. That's why I wanted to bring it up to you. <laughs> have been in the shower without my consent which was you know another thing but um without going into details i was with this partner and he was like really he like 
I was too good for him. So he would follow me everywhere. And every time I went to the bathroom, like five seconds within I closed the door, I would get a knock on the door and be like, what are you doing? And for like a little bit of it, he was like, oh, like let's shower together, whatever. So he would hop in the shower, right? Nothing weird, nothing, whatever. Nothing would happen, literally. Like nothing even sexy would happen. And then one day I'm like showering in front. I'm like, I just got to like, you know, like get the water on me because I'm all <laughs> sudden step. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, wow, the water just went really warm. And I hear in the background i turn around this motherfucker's peeing on me i was like what the fuck are you doing and he's like well it's just funny like it's just funny i was like don't do that shit again like it's weird did it twice again before i was like enough we're not doing this ever again like we're not in the shower ever again like it's weird he got mad about it and i was like is it like pleasurable he's like no it's just just a joke i'm like it was a joke the first time the second not the third time, the second time like okay whatever like you thought it was gonna be so much funny the third time now I'm wondering you know now I'm thinking about wh- what you're thinking about so I was like no more of this and I was just like it's not it's not pleasurable it's not like it's more for them than it is for you yeah but if I had to choose on the list of things that could have happened uh, pee ain't that bad in the shower did you ever pee on him back yes like lift your coochie and just psh. all you have to do is spread your lips that shit acts exactly like a penis oh, it really bad. does yeah. <laughs> exactly like a penis <laughs> and I did it and I waited too like after the second time I was like I no, it was after the third time I was like just stop and so I like I was like just go in front shower get out and as he was doing it I like didn't spread my little lips there and peed in the crack of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Disgusting. Disgusting. It is. Because, like, ideally, yeah, waste is nasty. Like, if you think about I, um, the ideal waste and how it exits your body and the purpose of waste, absolutely. No, a hundred percent. Like it's not meant for it. But on the on the other hand of it, I've always wanted to hold my man's like penis as he like I want to be the shooter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like hold it while he pees. Yeah, yeah. I want to point it. I want to point and shoot. (laughs) Just do it one day. Like when he's going to the bathroom, just go in. I can't. Will not allow. He will not allow. Because he knows. Because he knows I want to do it. Gross. I'm doing it the next time I see him. I'll report back. We came to the end of our podcast. So does anyone have final remarks? Yes. To clarify on the peace situation, we are talking about bright yellow and yellow pee. We are not talking about clear water pee. Trinir did not say, oh, I'm going to have him drink a gallon of water and then hopefully the water comes out white or clear she said she will take any type of urine 90 percent of yellow urine smells like asparagus girl you do you girl you do you but for me unless that pee is drinkable as a water i would prefer you pee in the toilet 
girl it's not like it's gonna be like going in my mouth and my <laughs> eyes like it's just girl, gonna be shooting know, on my how, toes this is how kinks work girl the second you start liking something you start going to other extremes. <laughs> i'm telling you next week trainers is gonna be like mm, i just had a glass of piss and it was delicious not me being kevin gates <laughs> oh my god Ew. go ahead Demel. <laughs> um my closing statement is hydrate yourself. Drink a little bit of water sometimes. You, you know what I mean? If people are just worried that we hear about the color of your fist, it means that as a people, we're not drinking water enough. Let's just drink some water. I, I, wait, hold on. I know there are some regions of the world where you don't have clear water. So if you are have available clear water, just drink water. It's one of my resolutions, drink more water. I'm not doing very well. But um, I'm trying. <laughs> it's only January. Well, you know, what you're drinking is clear. It is clear, yeah. Don't say it, sis. Don't say it. I'm just going to keep it there. <laughs> and, and then my final thought, I think my final thought is to just be hopeful. You know, whatever mm. it is that you're thinking of doing, what whether it's to make you better, whether it's to, you know, help elevate you forward with plans or what may have you, just be hopeful. I got three, when I was talking to my mom today, I got three little messages saying that, um like I'm on the right path something will come and be hopeful and so it was said three times the lucky number three beginning of my name t-r-i try that means three the the holy the holy ghost <laughs> what is going on right now what is going on <laughs> I don't know. I just want a fucking job. Let's <laughs> be hopeful, y'all. And pray for me. Methodist, she became um, a Christian renewed. It's because I was talking to my mom. And all of them were spiritual. She's like, oh, this is the reason why we're talking today. <laughs> like, all right, mom. But anywho. Miss Noemi, we love her. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Our episode of Can I Help oh, You? Oh, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> you lost it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what happened? I, I just changed it. I just I wanted to change it up a little bit. Thank you okay, for listening go. to our podcast. Uh, can I help you? <laughs> uh. <laughs> have a good evening morning weekend or weekday bye y'all yeah.